Welcome to Easy Money. I'm Jill, the money coach. I know what it's like to push through, to white knuckle it, to put in the time and get no results. I know what it's like to wonder what's the right way and to constantly worry about doing it all wrong. I've learned a whole lot from doing things the hard way. That's why I help coaches go from doing everything the hard way to making money easy. You want to create your dream life and dream business that's all about being free to do what you want, spend what you want, and build the future you want and do it all with ease? In this podcast, I bring you simple strategies for success for your business that make money easy. So it's time for easy money. Are you ready? Well then, let's go! Well, hello there. It is so great to see you back this week. I know I can't see you, but it just I am picturing you <laughs> in my mind when I'm saying that. So I am so glad to have you back on Easy Money Podcast. I am Jill Wright. I am the money coach. I am the I can help you with that coach. I am so many things. And the reason I say that is because you hear a lot these days about self-love. And I never, for the longest time, I didn't really connect that well with those conversations uh, because it seemed like they always started with, oh, I had so much self-loathing and blah, 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 which I, I t- completely understand because I've known people that have had self-loathing, but I don't remember really a time in my life where I had what I would call self-loathing. Now, I also have had clients that said, oh, of course I love myself, but they didn't act lovingly toward themselves. So I think there's sometimes this disconnect between loving yourself and acting that way. So if we were in a loving, committed relationship where we talked to our partners or we judged our partners or we treated our partners the way we sometimes treat ourselves and maybe it is just in our mind where we don't have grace for ourselves. We don't have compassion for ourselves. We don't demonstrate empathy and sympathy and all of those things that we do for people that we love. And so that's what I really want you to connect with today. If you're loving yourself, that's great. But are you acting like you love yourself? Are you treating yourself as if as if you're in a loving, committed relationship with you, right? Is that the relationship, is the relationship you have with yourself the type of relationship you would want to continue if it was with someone else? Do you connect with yourself in a way where you feel valued, where you feel appreciated, where you feel treasured. That's what I want you to think about today. Now, today's guest is all about love. (laughs) And the reason I say that is because she's a dating coach. Now, I met Michelle in a mastermind group group I'm in, and I loved her energy. So I reached out to her and we started connecting 
We uh, did a little bit of peer coaching. We've collaborated a little bit. Sometimes we just get on a call and we hang out and we chat and we talk about the things that are interesting to each of us, what's going on in our lives. It has been fantastic. I love getting together with Michelle. I really enjoy talking with her every time we connect and she is such a treasure to me. And that's the thing. I love sharing these amazing coaches that I've been connecting with personally and I don't want to hog them all to myself. I want you to know them too. That's why I'm bringing you these conversations with coaches. It's a way to get connected with other coaches that you may not have heard about, that you may not have had the pleasure of connecting with. You get to connect with them right here on Easy Money Podcast. And that's the such... That's why this has been such a joy and such a blessing to me is that I get to introduce you to some of my favorite people and that has been amazing and I'm going to continue to do that. So if you are somebody that wants to connect with more people, if you're somebody that wants to connect with me, then reach out and maybe we can collaborate. Maybe we can just get together with for a virtual coffee chat or tea, you know, whatever your preference or, um, you know, maybe we can just reach out and support each other. But I encourage you to do that. Let me know who you are and let me, let me get to know you. So just to get, let you get to know my guest today, Michelle Joyner is the Christian dating coach for single Christian women desiring marriage. She teaches women how to have that it factor of confidence, make more connections with quality men, communicate more effectively in male language and create chemistry and have electric. Oh, I love that word interactions. Her motto is know your value, grow your value and show your value. Don't you love that? Connect with her on Instagram at Christian dating coach. In the meantime, just enjoy this loving conversation with Michelle. Hey, welcome to Easy Money Podcast, Michelle. I'm so, so, so glad to have you here. Thank you, Joe. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to, to have this conversation with you. I've been having so much fun having these conversations with coaches. And, you know, I haven't had one where we've talked about relationships and t making that journey from being single to being in a committed relationship and sort of that aspect of things, because, you know, a lot of my conversations have been around business, but I'm so excited about this one because I think a lot of the things that we end up talking about will, um, will be very similar to the, the scarcity patterns or the failure patterns that we see in relationships will mirror those same patterns when it comes to money or when it comes to business, because um, how we think about one thing is how we think about most things. So what I've noticed with my clients is that the things that they're believing and the limitations that they place on themselves when it comes to money um, end up presenting themselves in so many other areas of their life. And so that's, that's why I'm super excited to have this conversation with you today. Absolutely. It's so funny. Like sometimes you start having success in one area of your life and then you kind of like create a pattern where like, okay, well I did this 
and this happened and this was great for me. So let me, how can I leverage that and do the same thing in another area of my life? And when you just find like, once start, things start going well in one area of your life, it just snowballs and your life just becomes incredible. Yeah. And you have a story like that in your journey. So tell, I, I would love uh, for you to talk a little bit about that. Okay. Yeah. Well, I would say I was about 33 and I was probably just at my most rock bottom. I was an engineer in Michigan. I was lonely. I was in a lot of debt. I had school loans. I had car debt. I had credit card debt. And I was just kind of like trying to spend my way to happiness. I feel like mm. just like buy, go on the vacations and go on the, um, the nice restaurant trips and, you know, just like buying frivolously and at this mad attempt just to feel better. Mm. And it got me like just in a lot of debt and just really scared for myself because I had kind of dug this hole financially and I didn't have a relationship. I didn't have a lot of friends. I didn't love my job. And I just felt kind of like, kind of that was probably my rock bottom. Mm. And that was when I got a coach. Um, so I got a dating coach myself. I am the Christian dating coach. I help single Christian women desiring marriage. And there was a time when I needed a coach myself. And she taught me, the main thing that she taught me was to believe that I was a high value woman. And you would think mm -hmm. that, you know, I went to all these great schools and I was an engineer. You would think that I might believe it already, but I just didn't, you know, I didn't think of myself as, as important or, or attractive or desirable. She like spun that around for me. Mm. And I just sort of started to peel back the layers of realizing my value. And as I did that, I realized, you know, I didn't have to spend money to make myself better. And then I could talk to any guy that I wanted to. And that was when I met Caleb. <laughs> <laughs> and I was in such a good place. I was fun. I was flirty. And we had like instant chemistry and instant sparks were flying. And I know that it was because of where I was in terms of my own confidence. And as I met him and he's love the things about me that were just me, you know, not the clothes I was wearing or the makeup I was wearing or the expensive hairstyle. He just loved me. Mm. And I realized all those things I had been chasing, like, you know, I didn't need to chase them anymore. And I had found him and that was exactly what I needed to start changing other areas of my life. I quit the crazy spending. I paid off all my, my debt and got the man of my dreams. And like I said, like one amazing thing happens in life and it just led to more and more other amazing things. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I love how you talk about, um, it was almost, it almost sounded like the catalyst to that was deciding I can talk to any guy I want to. Mm -hmm. And sort of the, the, the thing that empowered you to do that was seeing that I can be me and I can be a hundred percent confident being me mm -hmm. 
Um, and it almost sounds like that was just a decision. Talk to me a little bit more about that. Like, what's that thought process? How did, how did you get there? Well, I did a lot of cleaning up, Mm -hmm. you know, I did, you know, my coach called it detox and (laughs) was detoxed of all the thoughts that weren't serving me, all the people that weren't serving me. I had all these people in my life that just weren't, they weren't treating me as though I was important to them. You know, they were kind of, kind of treating me. I call it like low value behavior. They, they weren't showing up. They, they said things that weren't supportive. And I just kind of cleared those people out of my life. I cleared out all the guys that had said, you know, you're not pretty enough for me or whatever. I just, I cleared all that out, all the negativity in my mind and all the negative people around me. I got rid of all of that. And the only people that were left in my life were people who were there for me and loved me unconditionally. Mm. So that freed up the space for me to start thinking some new things about myself. I got rid of the people that were dragging me down. I got rid of the thoughts that were dragging me down. And I just started to tell myself. And, you know, it was funny because, you know, my coach didn't like come into my life and say, oh, you've done this, this, and this, and this, you know, she just looked at me and said, you are high value. And I was just high value just because I was a person, you know, Mm -hmm. like it, it wasn't like anything I had to earn. It was just, I had inherent value. And that meant everything to me. And because I had inherent value, I knew I deserved a relationship. So I walked into the rest of my life knowing that I deserved a relationship and I was worthy of of romantic love. And that was like knowing that I'm worthy of romantic love and stopping the doubt. I was like, I don't know if someone's going to love me. No, I knew like someone is going to fall in love with me and we're going to have an incredible romance. Hmm. Yeah. That's amazing. I mean, (laughs) just listening to all of that, it's like cleaning up, um, getting rid of everything that didn't look like loving yourself. Mm -hmm. I mean, that, I think you didn't say that, but that's what I heard. And I think that's so important to highlight getting rid of everything in your life that wasn't loving yourself Mm -hmm. and you taking charge, taking back the power to give and receive love in a way that aligned with who you were. And it sounds like to me, and maybe this isn't true. You can tell me, but it sounds like you in the process, and you didn't really talk about that. um, But it sounds like you had to get rid of sort of a scarcity mindset in order to take those actions. Because you couldn't do that from the same thought patterns that you had before, right? I don't deserve or whatever other thought patterns led to not being deserving of that and, and putting yourself in a position to receive those things that you didn't deserve, which was the low value, um, behaviors, um, to start to value, it seems like you had to get rid of this, the, a scarcity mindset of some sort, or a, a 
scarcity pattern in your life. Um, was that true or, or was that more of a subconscious thing that happened? I think it's absolutely true, Jill, because I honestly believe that we instruct people how to think of us by the way that we think of ourselves. Yeah. I love that. I was allowing myself to be treated badly by a lot of people. And like you mentioned, not loving myself. So if you, I mean, I want you to kind of like think about the, (laughs) the way that we sometimes go about it. Like we want someone else to love us, but we don't love ourselves. Yeah. Like we want someone else to think we're desirable, but we don't believe we're desirable. We don't desire ourselves. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, how is that even going to happen? It yeah. just doesn't work. If we don't much. know how to do it. How can we instruct other people how to do yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. How can we lead by example? Exactly. If you are kind of like walking around and you know that you're amazing and that you have like so much incredible to offer, people are going to believe you, you know, yeah. you're going to sense that. And they're going to be like, oh, let me be a part of your amazing life, you know? So I had to get there absolutely before I could call in someone else into my life. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really the same in our business, right? Mm -hmm. So whether we're desiring um, a relationship or that high value behavior from other people, we have to first deliver that to ourselves and receive that from ourselves, from Mm -hmm. God. Um, from the people who already value us in Mm -hmm. order to attract more people that value us, whether it's in relationships, whether it's spiritually, whether it's um, in our career, in our business. I mean, whether, I mean, it's even at our relationship with money, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, like, think about it. Like if you're a coach and you're not walking around thinking I am an amazing coach. Yeah. So you literally have to sell that. You have to let everyone know I'm an amazing coach and I'm going to transform your life. I'm going to give you this result that you've always been longing for. You must believe that because you're telling people that and you've got to own it for yourself and believe it in order to let other people believe if you're doubting that in any way going to show up and it's going to affect other people and their opinion of you people I'm telling you like you instruct people how to think of you by the way you think of yourself Mm -hmm. yeah so so true so take us through the next part of your journey so you met Caleb you guys started this amazing romance what (laughs) happens next Well, I was living in Michigan at the time. He was living in Oregon and we kind of decided like, how did you guys even meet? If you were, we met met online, we met on, okay. (laughs) What was that? Okay. Cupid. Okay. Cupid. Okay. (laughs) Awesome. Jill's like, okay. (laughs) I'm too old for dating apps. (laughs) They weren't, they weren't a thing when I was, when I was dating. Well, yeah. Uh, so anyways, we met on OkCupid and we were flirty right away. We had chemistry right away. Um, but we decided that I would move to Oregon. So I got a little apartment, sold my condo, got a little apartment. And we, you know, we're like, okay, this is it. Like, we're going to get married. So we got married and that was um, probably 
probably like just that that whole time period was just the happiest I'd ever been you know oh, well um it was it was truly my most joyous and, and I you know I would say like ever since I met Caleb like that's when the happiest times of my life began so um I met him and I all this time was an engineer and then we kind of started thinking about having kids and I was like well, I looked around at my job at the people who had kids and how some of them were trying to work part-time so they could be home with their kids a little bit. And I was like, yeah, that's not for me. You know, I want to be home with my babies. I want to do the stay-at-home mom as much as I can, but I knew I wanted to support, help support the family too, in terms of finances. So I had been working with coaches and weight loss coaches and life coaches for a while. And I remember the day that I told my weight loss coach that I thought I wanted to be a coach too. And it was, I felt so embarrassed. I was embarrassed. I was like, what's she going to think of me and whatever, but she just ran with it. She was just like, oh yeah, Michelle's going to be a coach. And I'm so, you know, blah, blah, blah. And she, she was just like, it was like a done deal for her. It was just a little idea in my mind. And yeah. for her, it was like, oh, sure, of, course. of course. And I was like, wow. And then I started talking to people and they're like, you'd be great at a life coach like this. You couldn't have thought of anything better for you. And it all was possible because of how I had changed my life already. I mm. had been preparing for this. I had gotten out of debt. Like we didn't start, well, you know, from before I met Caleb, I had already started getting out of debt and that just opened up so much freedom for me. I didn't have those bills. I could afford to invest in a new career, you know, and I had already done the confidence work. So I walked into a new career knowing that I got this, you know what I mean? Yeah. So you, you came into this season of your life where you were like, Hey, what if I could become a life coach mm -hmm. <laughs> having already achieved that freedom, that, mm -hmm. um, emotional and financial freedom, I would yeah. say. Mm -hmm. And, and so I like how you said that, you know, I had already been preparing for this dream that I didn't even know existed. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I think that's so interesting because, you know, the, the theme that I've been seeing as I've been talking to people this week is, you know, we, um, God has so many dreams for us and so much, so much bigger than what we have ever imagined for ourselves mm -hmm. and sort of this so we have to prepare ourselves. We have to present ourselves as open and available to receiving those dreams that we don't even know are dreams yet. Mm -hmm. And so is there, I mean, uh, this is the same, the same is true for your clients. The same is true for my clients. When, when I say that, because even if they want to be in a relationship, they dream to be in a relationship, there's a much bigger dream 
that God has for them besides the little dream that they have for themselves. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if you could speak to, I mean, what are your thoughts on how we prepare ourselves for that, how we stay open and how we stay um, in pursuit of those dreams that we don't even know exist yet? Mm-hmm. You know, what you're saying makes me think of one of my favorite Bible verses in Ephesians that talks about the fact that God is so powerful and he is, he has gifts for us that are bigger than we can ask or imagine. Mm -hmm. And I feel as though when we are living in the truth And when we are living in our values and we're doing the next right thing, (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. just do the next right thing and just let go of all of the pressure and frustration with anything. When we let go of the pressure and the frustration and the impatience and we trade it for peace, then we allow room for so much more than we could ask or imagine. Mm-hmm. You know, when we believe that all things work together for the good of those who have called, who are called according to God's purpose, we don't need to worry about anything. You really don't like, you know, one thing that my journey has taught me because, you know, I quit my engineering job and I was making like a hundred K and we were like going off on vacations and, you know, we were out of debt. So we were doing great financial wise, but like, when I just like let go of all that, I just quit my job. Like the next right thing was to stay home with my babies mm-hmm. and I let go of any kind of like worry or stress or impatience. And I just knew, look, God's got this, you know, more than I can ask or imagine is what's coming to me. And I believe that. So I traded in anything else for peace. Yeah. I, yeah, that's, that's a, another thing that has become like in the forefront of my mind lately as sort of, and I'm on this, this journey right now of transitioning to one of those dreams that I didn't know existed. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And so that is gradually being revealed to me and it has been very scary, Mm -hmm. but it has also been amazing so far. And I don't know what it's ultimately going to look like, but so one of the things that keeps coming to me is that I just need to let go of the outcomes that I see. And Mm -hmm. even this morning, like the scripture that presented itself this morning is man makes his plans and God directs his steps. And I just keep seeing things like that over and over and over. And just by the way, just to go back to, you know, Ephesians 3:20, more than all we can ask or imagine that really is the, the piece of scripture. It's near and dear to my heart because that is the scripture that started my journey to Mm. life coaching Um, because I, I hated my job and I just, I was like, God, I know there's 
something more that you have to have for me. And so I was asking him for a new job and he gave me a whole new life. I mean, I had no idea at that point in my journey that I was going to quit my job, that my husband was going to quit his job. He was going to be full-time retired. I was going to go on to start my own business, which I had always wanted to do, go on to write a book, which I had always wanted to do and go on to start impacting women in the way that, you know, he envisioned for me. I never envisioned any of that. And so I asked for a new job and he gave me a whole new life, Mm -hmm. which has been amazing and continues to get even more amazing Mm -hmm. as I go on this journey, as I continue to surrender the outcomes to his perfect plan. And that's not to say that we're not doing anything, that we're not taking action, that we're just waiting for God to present these dreams to us on a silver platter. But it's, it's just like you said, just letting go of the pressure, letting go of the frustration, the stress, the worry, the impatience, and, and letting go of the outcomes, knowing that when we keep listening, when we keep taking that next right step, when we just sit and rest in his peace and his joy and his love and trust, I I put it in terms of trust God, trust yourself and Mm -hmm. trust the process. Absolutely. You know, sometimes, sometimes I'm doing models and either doing models for my clients and a model is just where, you know, we think about the thoughts that we're having and the feelings that come from that. And then the actions that we take because of our feelings. And then a lot of times, you know, it's like, we want to decide what that result is going to be, but sometimes we don't know what it's going to be. And that's totally okay. And what I I tell people is, look, if you're having the right thought and feeling like a positive, productive feeling and taking action, you don't need to worry about the result line. You just don't need to worry about it. Like the result line will come and you just keep staying in this place where you've taken captive every thought and brought it to subjection to Christ where your thoughts are like pleasing and beautiful to him Mm. and you're taking action. You're do just do the next right thing. Like you don't need to worry about like finding the right guy or sending him the right text message or sending up the right profile. Like I'll help you with all those things. That's a part of doing the next right thing. Yeah. And then you just sit back and wait because God's going to do more than you can ask or imagine. And when you come at, when you come at it with that attitude, you know, like as a coach, like for you, like you didn't know what was going to happen in your coaching business at all. All you knew was I need to learn how to coach. I need to get certified. And you just took the next step and you, you didn't worry about the 10th step. You just worried about the step right in front of you and did everything you could to, to make that next step, the most solid step, the most disciplined and hardworking step you could and bravest step you could. And then look at what happened. Like now you have a beautiful career and you're doing podcasts and writing books and, you know, you just never know what's coming. You just do the next right thing. 
Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's so important um, in speaking about and talking about, you don't always have to know the result. Mm -hmm. You also don't always have to know the how, like mm -hmm. you said, you don't have to know the 10th step because mm -hmm. in taking the first nine steps that prepares you and primes you to know the 10th step. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to know it when you're on the step that you're taking. And so I think one of the things that we can rest in or focus on is really the experience that we want to have on this journey. Um, what is the experience that you want to have in trusting that those other steps will unfold in having peace around um, the plan that maybe you don't even know is uh, unfolding for you, um, trusting that you will step into your greatest good by, mm -hmm. by listening, by following the next right step. Um, I think that's something that we can focus on, you know, as, as maybe as a result or as an interim result to our ultimate result that maybe we don't know yet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think you bring up a really good point. Like, do you really want to look back on your journey and know that you were anxious the whole time you were angry and frustrated the whole time? Like, do you want to get into the next state of your life, angry and frustrated? My life is so beautiful. Like there's so many good things. Yeah. There's so many beautiful things in life. And, and a lot of times we're just frustrated and worrying and stressed about our lives when we could be enjoying it right now. Yeah. 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 I think I have done this. I, I've done this so many times where I've focused on what I didn't have focused on what I wasn't doing and focused on the pain and the pressure and the frustration. Mm -hmm. um, and in the meantime, I was missing out on what I did have, what I was doing and the experience of, of that journey, you know, just the experience of, of feeling God's presence in that journey mm -hmm. is so amazing in and of itself, outside of any outcome that you could ever have. And so knowing that in uh, another thing that, that I think um, or that I try to focus on is sometimes um, the purpose in any particular season that we're in. And, and I feel like in the season that I'm in of this transitioning of listening to what God has for me next in accepting and receiving as well as enjoying where I am now, a part of that is understanding that maybe my purpose isn't a particular outcome for this season. Maybe the purpose is the process. Mm -hmm. And having that and letting that be enough for now. I mean, that's kind of what I tell my clients that want a husband right away. Mm -hmm. You know, like I've been doing this since last year and I'm like, there's no timeline that it's supposed to take, you know, you have to believe this is what I believe. You have to believe that everything that is happening right now 
is supposed to happen. Yes. And when you look back, when you reach like some, a little point in the future and you look back and you realize all of those things had to happen. Mm-hmm. It had to happen that way in order to get my future. Like you can't get your future without your present. Yeah. And you know, it's like, be happy about what's happening now. This is exactly your journey. You have to be on this journey in order to reach that particular destination. For instance, I, Caleb and I had two adorable twin little boys. And if I had gotten frustrated with the process and said, this is terrible, this is taking too long or whatever, or, you know, had that attitude, it's like, it's so funny. I would just look back on my past self and laugh. Like you, if you didn't have to wait all those years as a single woman, you wouldn't have these two precious boys right now. And I just like to tell people that like, nothing has gone wrong. Your journey is beautiful. And it's supposed to, it's God is working, even though you can't see it. Yeah. And even in the tough things, even the things that feel tough, I mean, because we, yes, all of it is beautiful, but you have to choose to see it that way. You have to know that nothing is wasted. And so that doesn't mean that because it's beautiful, it's not hard or it's not tough. It Mm -hmm. means that you have to be, be able to see the beauty in that before the beauty um, takes physical form. So if you think about a butterfly in a cocoon, right? It is beautiful, even though it's not physically beautiful in that form because of what it represents, Mm -hmm. because it represents transformation into this beautiful creature that gets to take flight and become everything it's meant to be Mm -hmm. right even if it's not beautiful in its physical form right now Mm -hmm. you have to be able to recognize the beauty that that represents Mm -hmm. in the process to the transformation to this new beautiful life that you are getting ready to step into I think it would be so good if we could learn to love the transformation and journey. Yes. You no, know? like if we could just love our journey instead of like being like, no, I just want to get to my destination. It's like, if we could learn to love the journey all the times when we send out Instagram posts and nobody likes it, or, you know, we have a consult and they don't call us back. And like, if we like, um, Brooke Castillo, she kind of helps me a lot. And in that she was like, you need to get your nose, you know, you need people to tell, you no, because it's even better. You know, when you get people to tell, you no, then you figure out why they told, you no, and that will get you to your eventual yeses. Mm -hmm. And so like, we kind of got to this point. And she also has this thing of talking about like worthy fails where a fail is important and it's meant to be racked up. Like I want to rack up all my fails because it means I tried. It means I took action. And she just has all of these little, little reminders of how you can love your journey. Even when it's a failure, like, oh, yay, I had a, a worthy fail 
or, oh, I got to know, I need to get my nose. And it's like, you get excited about the things that other people might not be happy about, but instead you're kind of sitting there like, this is exactly what I needed. It's going to help me. Yeah. One of the things that I have my clients do is celebrate their wins, but I, I keep reminding them that a win is not always the outcome you've expected. A win is anything, anything Mm -hmm. painful, not painful, you know, anything that moves you forward, that Mm -hmm. gives you progress in your journey that supports and nourishes that journey. Um, anything. It could be a no, it could be. And I even gave, um, sometimes when my clients get really caught up in the failure piece of it, like, oh, I'm not doing what I said I would do, or I'm not getting what I said I would get. And that frustration that they get into and that sort of bitterness that they start to enter into, I sometimes give them an assignment of, okay, your assignment is to go get 10 no's, to Mm -hmm. go get 10 rejections, whatever you want to call it. That's Mm -hmm. your assignment. And the first time that I gave a client that assignment, she came back the next day and she was like, I got three consults. (laughs) And like later on that week or that month, I can't remember. It's been a while. And she was like, oh my gosh, I signed three clients. <laughs> and so suddenly those no's were no longer a problem. Those fails were no longer a problem because they led to something that she wanted, right? But the thing is that she had to go through that in order to get what she wanted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, you know, and I'm going through that journey myself because I'm learning to accept the parts of me that maybe I wasn't happy were the parts of me, Mm. um, but those parts are required for the journey, right? Mm -hmm. And what those parts have to teach me are preparing me for the next chapter in my journey. Mm -hmm. And so all of those pieces and parts that don't feel comfortable, that don't feel rewarding, that don't feel good are required in order to get to the parts that do feel good. Mm -hmm. I have this phrase that I like to use and it's, it's called the total package. (laughs) I love it. uh, You are the total package. And what's so funny is um, one of my dating coaches um, once said this, people fall in love with imperfections. You know, it's so funny. Like what you just said, like those parts of you that, you know, may not be the favorite part or whatever, like that's the part that someone's going to fall in love with. That's going to be the part that's going to attract someone. And when they think about you, they're going to think about that little thing that you're kind of like, Oh no, like maybe a little bit like I'm embarrassed about like, that's the part that they're going to fall in love with. And like, you know, we are like, not just, you know, the parts of us that are shiny and perfect. Like we are the total package, you know, like everything about us is what makes us the powerful women that we are. 
you know what I mean? Like the, the badass women that we are, like it's every little part of us that we may kind of see as not the greatest, like that part of us is what makes us the total package. Yeah. All of it. All of it. Yeah. 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 And I, one of my clients has said this before, like, I'm here for all of it. And I loved that. She, I was like, I'm here for all of it. Yeah. And that's, that's such a good attitude. That's such an amazing um, position of power. Mm-hmm. And, and we might not see, see it that way, but it is when you let go of the outcome, you have so much more power. If you think about, you know, a negotiation, like a, like a high um, stakes negotiation, who has the most power in at that negotiation table. It's the person that's willing to walk away. Mm-hmm. Right. And so that is being there for all of it. Being there for all of it is the position of greatest power. And because that puts you in a position to re- to receive all of it, right? All of it is meant for you, mm-hmm. right? When you're here for all of it, you're not filtering out the parts that could lead to blessing and to power and to um, to all that that's meant for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, if you just take care of what you're supposed to take care of, you know, this is what, this is what I'm supposed to do. I'm not, it's, it's not up to me to decide if this client signs or if this guy, you know, takes me out on a second date. That's not, that's not, that's outside of my control. What is out under my control is believing in myself, loving myself and knowing and trusting God. Like that's, that's what I can do. And I can go out there and I can meet more people and I can show up the best way that I can show up. That's what that's on me. And as long as I've done that, everything else is gravy. We'll wait yeah. and see what happens. Yeah. And that's what you did when, as you were on your journey, mm-hmm. waiting to meet Caleb is because you started opening yourself up to and meeting more people. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's the math of it. If when you can talk to any guy you want to, then you open up your options to receive what Mm -hmm. you're expecting Mm -hmm. and what you're building. You build confidence, Mm -hmm. you know, like as you go along, your confidence grows. And things become more fun. Like it's Mm -hmm. hard at first when you're just getting started and like you, you're not really sure what to say. It's hard at first, but the more you just do it and you take the next step and you try again and you talk to another guy at a party or you, you talk to another person at a networking event, or you post another post on Instagram, your confidence will come. Like it will get easier. You know, I think we forget that we think it's always going to be like, you know, hard forever, but Mm -hmm. it's not. And then there comes that beautiful, sweet moment where a client signs with you, or you look back and you're like, whoa, I made so much money, you know? And it's like, you know, it's, it's not always going to be hard and tough and scary. It is going to get easier. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, I mean, the title of this podcast is easy money. And, and Mm -hmm. I think just to bring it back to that, the thing that makes it easier is doing it, is being open, is letting go of the pressure and the striving and the stress and the worry and the, Mm -hmm. and letting go and being unattached to the outcome that actually makes it easier. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And in terms of easy money, I would just say like, just know that you'll be fine. You'll be fine. Like there's all these people who are like worried about this or that. And it's like, those are all things that you don't even need, you know, like, what do we need? Like food and clothing and be content with that. And you'll, Mm -hmm. you'll be fine. You know, like you will not go hungry. God will provide. And that's what I discovered when I quit my job, like God provided in so many unexpected ways. And all I had to do was be brave enough to make that decision for my family and God took care of us, you know, and sent me clients and sent me resources. And, you know, I, I just never fear because I know how amazing, you know, people and life is and that God will take care of you. And you, you know, you can learn to be content and, you can learn to really figure out the things that are of most importance and God will provide. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, I have loved this (laughs) chat with you. This has been so amazing. Um, What do you have going on in your business right now? Um, What are you, what are you uh, inviting people to, what do you want to tell people about? Well, right now I am coaching one-on-one. Um, I am helping women and I, I created an online course that's literally blowing people's socks off. I mean, every time <laughs> I they love watch it. a video, they're like, oh my gosh, I so needed to watch that video. And um, so I, 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 that means that my coaching can be focused on what's going on in their life. So they watch the videos, come back to the coaching call. Okay. I tried this, like now what do I do? And so my one-on-one coaching practice is where you can work with me and it's, it's been great. My clients are, you know, their guys are talking to them about marriage. Like they, they're like, okay, let me know when you're ready. (laughs) So, um, yeah. So yeah. If people want to work with me, it's through my one-on-one coaching program. And how can they get in touch to find out, uh, to connect with you and, and book a call or follow you? How can yeah, they go to find my you? website, the Christian dating Don't forget okay. the, the Christian dating okay. And also too, if you just want to kind of like, see how I think and see, um, how I'm teaching people, my Instagram account is the best way to do that. And that's Christian dating coach at Instagram. Okay, cool. Any final words of advice for people either in business or, I mean, because we have paralleled like the journey and mm-hmm. to um, committed relationship with the journey to uh, a business committed to having an impact and making money. So either, either one of those people, any advice for them? I would just say, know your value, Mm. know your value. And if you are 
as amazing as I think you are, everything's going to happen for you. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Well, thank you so much, Michelle. This has been just such a blessing to me today. It's going to, you know, we're recording this at the beginning of the day. And so I know it is going to just fuel me for the entire rest of the day, having started my day with this. Me too. This has been amazing. Thank you so much for having me. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of Easy Money. What's one small thing you took away from this episode? I would be so grateful for you to share that in a review so others can find this podcast. And be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. I I would love to connect with you the way I've connected with so many of the amazing coaches I've had here on Easy Money Podcast. So if you would love to connect with me, go find me on Instagram at Jill Wright Coaching. Click on the link in my bio and there you'll see buttons for ways to connect with me. One way is to book a call to get a free money makeover. Another way is to book a call to collaborate with me. Maybe we can even record it and include it on Easy Money Podcast or just book a virtual coffee chat where we can get to know each other better. I hope you connect with me in one of these ways, but in the meantime, I will connect with you right here on Easy Money Podcast. I'll see you next week. 